All right, test again. One, two, Yvonne, testing. One, two. Daniel, testing. One, two, three. I'm glad I tested that then. Did you test it? Well, I, I had to because my mic wasn't uh, working, but it is now. Are we Are we on? Are we? Oh, shit. Okay. So, what episode is this? This is episode 80. Oh, jeez. The big 8-0, huh? We're straight into the 8-0. The big 8-0. And uh, we're, still, uh, we're, still, we're still kicking away. Still trying to figure out what the hell to do. Um, episode 80 of Journey to Forever. I hope everyone's having a good week, everyone. Yep. And um, yeah, I don't know what to... Ro- yeah, my name's Daniel, by the way. Shit, you need My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel. I'm a neuromuscular therapist. And I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. Oh, man. So, um, <laughs> my name's Daniel, by the way. My name's Daniel, by the way. I feel like I was like, well, you, know, you, know, like the, you know when you join a group? Like, a, a, like you, you just sign up for a workshop? I'm the yeah. worst at that, by the way. I'm really bad. Have you ever done that before? Like workshops? I love workshops. Yeah, I love workshops With random people? Too. With random people, yeah, I don't mind bit, doing Ooh, that. Shit, I don't know about random people. Well, I'm, that's just that's just the natural introvert in me. But like, I'll yeah. get into a workshop, and I've often thought because I run like I, I don't I don't run workshops per se, but I, I get invited to like kind of talk, so it's easier. Yeah. I think. You are the workshop, dude. I, uh, <laughs> so, so let me just dust the feather. Off. <laughs> no, no. Someone get like, this guy. I think it's easier for me personally to kind of be at the front and have questions asked at me. Hmm. As opposed to you're like, okay, so let's let's sit in a circle now, oh, okay. and one by one, let's get in horseshoe shape and ev- go around the room. Everybody, one by one, give your response. Everybody's gonna have a turn at uh, you know introducing themselves and then um, telling us why they're here. In the back of my mind, I'm like, ah, fuck, I have no idea. Like, I know why I'm there, but what am I gonna like? What do I say? Oh, hey guys, um, uh, I'm Daniel, by the way. Um, I'm here for the same reason you guys are uh, to get CP points and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You can't say that. Yeah. Because it's just like, you got to be the whole, oh, you know, I want to learn something different. No, no, look. And I do want to learn something. I don't want to come across as an idiot. But like a lot of the times is, yes, I'm there to get the CPE points. And, we get it. But at the same time. We got the humor. It's a humorous podcast. It's, it, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm Daniel, by the way. Been, um, I'm a little bit more sinister than you. If we're sitting in a group and we're like, all right, guys, we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about the answers and give around. My first thing in my mind's like. My answer's right anyway. Why do I need to talk about this for? <laughs> like I've already heard in the dark. I've though. already heard this person in the corner give an answer before and was the stupidest one I've ever heard. <laughs> this person's been quiet the whole time. They might know something, but they're not saying anything. This person arrived late and they just like obnoxiously walked in the door. <laughs> Puny gods beneath me. <laughs> Here is my answer. Wrap it up. Give me Bow this. Bow down to your king. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be king? Uh, um, yeah, I, know I don't what you know. Mean. I'm probably I bit, can't. I, I'm I've thought of that. that I've thought of that, but I've, I've never had the uh, courage uh, to admit the it. courage to, uh, <laughs> to to say, "Listen, listen." Hi, by the way, my name's Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but you look like you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just obnoxiously walked in late. I would late. never say that. Trust me, I wouldn't. I, I don't actually say that. I, I like to give everyone the time and go around the room. Um, I actually quite like workshops. I do. I don't mind them as well. I like getting to know people and hearing lots of different things. Sometimes I work in a, walk into it feeling like I know quite a bit. Yeah. And then I I get uh, I get uh, humbled and brought down to earth when I hear other people talking and they start to give their experience. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a pretty good idea, you know. Mm, mm. Or someone else gives an answer. I'm just like, do you mm. ever do you ever get in like a workshop or even just like a boardroom meeting and someone walks in? Let's just say it's like a um. 
like another company. You've you've invited, excuse me. You've invited them over. They kind of do similar things to what you guys do, but different in a sense. Mm. And everyone that comes in, especially about say ten of them, people start introducing who they are and what they do. Yeah. And you know, obviously, most people kind of say, "Oh, hi, I'm, you know, my my name is James. I'm operations man." And it's like, "Oh, hi, I'm I'm Mary, and I'm the um the marketing coordinator." And then some dude rattles off like a title, yeah, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hold on a second. I know what you do. You're the CEO, okay, general manager, yeah, and and then some dude just got this like, just a thing, a random role, a random role. Yeah. Do you ever go like? What is he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> As in, are they, should they be in this type of workshop or did someone just make them a job and give them a job title? Both. I don't um, know. I, I've, I've heard some uh, interesting roles in Cause, my Because we'll get to your... I wanted to know your answer, but we'll kind of like before the podcast, we were trying to identify oh, who yeah. we are for this show. So, what our job like, titles are. This might, this might help. Well, I'm just the boom arm guy. No. You, 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 I am. I I'm, 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 I'm the boom arm guy. guy. Show. Uh, I set up the boom arms on the podcast. Do you want to tell people what we do? Uh, each, each, how we do this thing? Yeah. Well, I set up the boom arms. No, you don't set up the boom arms. <laughs> I do. Set up, no, no, you I don't have to set up the boom arms. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say it for you because you're, you're being too humble. So, Ivan does... We'll put it this way. You're listening to it this now. This could be a long podcast, guys. <laughs> Ivan does what you're listening to right now. is production, I guess. Is that the right word? You produce the show? Yeah, I edit. You edit. Editor, you're like a senior editor. You want to give you that title? No, no, no. Senior, you're the um, chief, chief, chief editing, like, chief director of editing. Yeah, <laughs> chief editor, chief boom arm operator, <laughs> chief boom arm. We do have some nice eBay boom arms going on. Chief WordPress operator, but yeah, no. Chief that's what Ivan responder. does. Ivan uh, presses all the gadgets and digits on the on the Mac, and I pretend as if I know what he's doing, but I don't actually really know what he's doing. Because um, our kit's portable, right? So we can go, we can move our studio around. We essentially got two studios. Yeah, we got your place and mine. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make it a little bit more fancier than that, but you're like, yeah, you got your place and mine. I'm like, all right, fair yeah, enough. But they're the two, where the two studios are located. Yeah, we got the. Yeah, we record in the same places each time. Pretty much. Uh, and we don't get background sounds for the most part. Yeah, we're um, pretty good. So it's pretty good. But we, our, our gear is, you know, somewhat portable besides where we clip it into. So, um, you know, when I when I put on the boom arm hat. Um, I pull the boom arms out and set it all up, but we are uh, for the most part can move our studio around if we need to. Um, we just need two chairs, a uh, a skinny yeah. table. Skinny table always works, and um, that's about it. So I'll set up the gear. I'll I'll do the monitoring of the recording, and then once the recording's done, I'll do the exporting, editing, uploading. You do all the show notes. You type up all the show notes. Yeah. So I'm technically responsible for majority because we kind of bounce off ideas of each other anyway. But, but I think you produce more ideas than I, I I It's probably fair to say that I, I think do, you're the producer. I probably have more of the content producing. Yeah. So I come up with the- You come up with the ideas. The ideas the themes, and stuff. And, and things like that. And funnily enough, I've always found it weird that you're the writer- but you've uh, you've passed the mantle on to me for, for me to be able to um, produce the show notes, which has always been a funny one. I know it was very humble of me, wasn't it? I know it? it was very humble. Allowing of you to <laughs> step up and <laughs> step up to the plate, child. Because um, yeah, writing has. I have to be honest. Have I gone? I feel like I've you've, gotten better. You've gotten good, man. I've it's gotten good. better. Yeah, yeah it's I'm, it's, it's, I'm definitely no vanslargy.com um, blogging style better, but you know it's. It's it's better, right? No, you do it. You do it good, um, which is why I'm I'm cool. And I'm just I just kind of take it, and I really don't do much to it now. I just like at the start, it put it in. <laughs> you humbly would be like, at least for the first, I'm gonna say, 
15 or so, maybe 20 episodes. It was like, yeah, dude, good show notes. And then when, <laughs> when you send me the, the revised show notes, I was like, yeah, that sounds way better. That's probably a 5% five percent <laughs> of what I wrote in there. <laughs> You've just like- It's like episode 23. Where's the rest of my text gone? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, it wasn't Pretty like Because like, oh, you, you, you humbly would say- <clears throat> It's a good foundation. Good foundations, dude. But I'll but just true, though. change it and make it less wordy and, and no, nicer no, no. to read. You, you do that. You, <clears throat> you do it good. Uh, you know, you're certainly getting getting good with the writing part. And um, so, yeah, you do that part. Um, so and, and, and so if the- you're a chief um, editor, yeah. am I just like- I'd say you're the producer. Okay. You create- uh, Content. The, the social stuff, like the the video things and the the image stuff that we share around. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, for the most part, we've got this thing down pat where it doesn't take us all that long to put an episode out now. No. It doesn't. We record on, you know, Saturday, either Friday, Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and the show is live on 4 a.m. Monday morning yeah. with the text, the show notes created- the the ideas are all done, but you know, but and then we don't think about it until sat- Friday, Saturday, or Sunday the next week, where we go, what are we going to talk about? Literally, <laughs> like twenty five seconds before we press record. Yeah, it's just like that. And I think we brag on about this because I get so and clients don't believe me. So the reason I think the reason why I tend to have the the producer uh, content creator producer role, whatever you like to call it, is because I'm, I'm luckily involved with a multitude of different people with like all different walks of life, different ages, different industries. So I've got this nice, healthy balance of stories, which I then can jot it down into our list. Storytelling is so powerful, man. You know, I I can jot it down into the list. And then because we have the good chemistry with just our natural conversational chemistry, we can go, oh, that'll be a good one. Let's kind of run with that and then kind of do. So I've got the foundation of the content and then with our own twist, we just kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, do I think I forget where I was going with this, but um, Daniel Ribeiro, PGA. <laughs> but it's like, should I actually forget where I was going with this? Um, jobs, titles, what yeah, you do. jobs and titles. So it's like, it's I, I feel like it's easier on my like, I feel like it's like, I feel like it's easier to, to put things together these days as it was when we first started. It, was, it wasn't clunky, it was just like we just didn't know yeah. you had this bit of a love hate relationship with your Mac. Uh, it's pretty smooth now. It's pretty smooth now. Compliments you guys, you guys of, are from uh, talking terms. Compliments now? of the Audio Technica mic. So thank you very much, Audio. Audio well, that's Technica thing as well. Audio Technica is really. Uh, it's better. It's more and, um, for us. And oh, what was I? That's what say? I was going to say. My, my clients, right? My yeah. clients don't believe that we don't produce or prepare for the show. Yeah. No. I, like I'm going to say it again because this is the thing. The most thing, the thing that comes back, and it's like it's almost like a. Not a backhanded compliment. It's kind of like an empty compliment. It's almost like... Are they trying to say you guys should prepare for the show? No, no, no. They're saying like... No, no. They don't... They say the show is so good. You know, it feels weird. This about. sounds like a big, big-headed podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. no saying, okay, sorry. <laughs> so good. So, I probably shouldn't use that language. We're, the, show is, the show is nice. <laughs> okay. No, fuck that. The show is good. Yeah. Too good enough for it not to be prepared for. I think we're underrated. And I keep telling him, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like we don't prepare for it because yeah. it's it's, it, it's easy. It comes from a humble place. This is the important part. It comes from a humble place though. It's yeah. important. But I think at the same time, I think it's a good show and I'm hoping people enjoy it and I'm not trying to sound cocky when I say this, but I, I want to put out something that I know people are going to listen to and they're going to enjoy 
and get value from, period. And it's not to sound cliche, oh, we've got to give people value. Like, value can be like you listen to it and it just takes you away from your shitty day and you just want to enjoy it. It doesn't have to change your life. And that's the thing as well. Like, there's, and this is not shutting down prepared shows at all because some shows have a certain um, uh, context about it that needs to be prepared. You know what I mean? People are waiting for that kind of information or whatever it might be, right? Um, but what we want to produce is just the natural conversational aspect of it. So, I want to say to all the listeners again, it's we don't, we literally, apart from the, uh, uh, what's that thing called? The Google Drive podcast ideas that we jot down on. There's no, it's, it's a heading. Yeah. That is it. There's no like, oh, you know, you say this, I say that. There's there's no script. There's no nothing. It's literally just a heading. We don't even have prompt notes here in front a, of us. A good a good example was one of my one of my uh uh clients really like last no, not last week, two weeks ago show, the the one where we did the um uh what was it called? Uh, we were supposed to be sitting on the on the side of the fence. We were talking about sitting on the side of the fence. But we, we didn't end up talking about- No, that was not last week. That was the week before. Two, yeah, two yeah. weeks ago. So, not the city. We were, we were supposed to start off with, you know, picking a side of the fence. But then ended up talking about any fence. It was purely about, um, you know, like- Being content. Being content, ambition, mm. staying on top. And it, and it just shows you, it's like, we just go with where the flow is going. We did edit that show. We did? Yeah. How? The extent of the editing was when someone, if, if we get an interruption or the mic gets weird or something like that, we'll press stop. Yeah. We go, okay, let's start again. And we press record again and we just kick off. Yeah. That's the edit. <laughs> That's the edit. Yeah. Or if someone says a word Because every, every now and then, especially at my house, you know, my little guy will come in. He'll be like, he's proud. He'll want to show me. Even though I told him, you know, a hundred times. Well, it's know, cute, da- but dad's working. I like every he, now and then. He, come, he comes in, he's like, Dad, I drew you this picture. I'm like, Okay, good, thanks, buddy. <laughs> dad's working now. <laughs> so we've got to edit that bit out, that like three seconds, but that's as far as the editing goes. So yeah, yeah. There, there's just no editing. And, I, and and for the most part, the reason why there is no editing as well is because I can't be bothered. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, man, but I, I just can't be bothered editing. Like, yeah. I don't want to sit there and have to go and lap back and listen to like an hour and a half of airtime air and just nitpick at And like nitpick it out. It's like I'm yeah. pressing record, we will talk, and then we'll press stop. And then the only thing I chop is the cue the intro part and the end. Yeah. That is it. And the, every now and then, if there's like an interruption or, you know, or if like, someone says one to word close the window or something referred like that. to because it's like a privacy thing, I'll yeah. bleep out that word. Yeah, yeah. That is it. There is no anything else. So, yeah. Um, so that's what we do. So let's put um, it to rest. Content- if people are thinking it's like improved, and if anybody wants to like give us suggestions, they'd be like, oh, you guys maybe need to have cue cards and prepare a little bit more. That's this show enough. ain't for you. Find one that is. <laughs> We're not doing it. it. It's just not, it's just not going to feel natural. I just no, can't do it's, that. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I was, I was going to do a year nah just then. Yeah, no, nah, nah. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. It's you know, it's funny. Like when when you when you go say for example these workshops because like you are the workshop. Do you prepare <laughs> so the talk before it, or do you kind of have a cue oh, thing? I've got, an, just I've talk? got an idea. I've got an idea where it's going to go because there's it, it, there might be like like for example the one I did um, about two weeks ago was. Um, like I said, like injury prevention rehab. It was very kind of basic. And yeah. I personally like doing the ones where I've got like-minded professionals in it. So, that's yeah. a bit easier. But when it's just like, oh, this is Jane from the gym. She comes here on Wednesdays. I find that a little bit harder. Yeah. Because like, and it's not like that I don't like, I don't like speaking in layman's terms or anything like that. I do. I don't mind. It's just, it's, it's, it's way harder to kind of like peel the layers back and explain 
you know, yeah. it's 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 concerning. It's it's good that they're in that workshop, but yeah. at the same time, it's concerning the amount of money people invest into joining a gym, yeah. but have zero concept of the potential dangers that surround them. Right, because yeah. you walk into a gym, for example, or or an, or an area of training, yeah. and it's all fancy, nice, colorful weight equipment, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But if people don't know what they are doing, yeah, this there could be some serious damage done. Yeah, and it's like it's good that the this specific chain that I that I get invited to a lot, um, puts on these things because it's, it's almost like a free informational kind of thing. Like, hey, by the way, while you're here doing your spin class, if you want to just duck in to this room three, yeah. they're talking about, you know. You know the positional way of the the correct way of doing a lift, and, yeah. and I don't necessarily do that bit because I'm not like a PT per se. Yeah, I interject when you feel something, for example, yeah. or what to do when this happens, how to address it, and before you come and see someone. Well, like I myself. think it's a really good thing. One because it'll probably increase the performance of people, and they're going to get their better value for money out of their training sessions because yeah. they're doing things right. Yeah. Two, it also minimizes the risk on the gym. Because yes, they're the also one. getting, think, they're think, also making sure that all patrons that come in uh, are doing the right thing and getting the best value for money, but also doing it in a safe way. They're doing, they're, they're, so they're it's investing in everyone. Accountable. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's I good. think it's a really good, uh, it's a good thing. But um, to answer your question, it's like, do I prepare? I, yes and no. Like I don't have notes in, in my pocket. I kind of know because I've done a few of them now. I know where it's going to go. Every now and then, I get stumped with a really like, oh, that's a good question, and I kind of have to sit there and think about it a little bit. But um, no, I don't. I don't fully prepare for it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, f- I feel like it feels a bit weird. Yeah, I know you should prepare sometimes because maybe people would probably get more out of it if it's. Well, it depends on your communication. If, the, if there's, style, if there's a guess, script, maybe. Yeah, but I kind of I feel like when I'm like just talking like this as opposed to reading from a cue, I sound completely different. Yeah, me personally, um. But would that be would that be different with you, for example? Because your like your industry is very fa- it's similar to mine in a sense. But like being being quality, there's no fluffing. It has to all be factual. There has to be yeah. s- specific points and yeah. uh, uh, tests and all that kind of stuff. So there's no there's no fluffing about. Like, do yeah. you prepare? No. If you I'm doing pre- if I'm doing a presentation, I'll prepare slides with like prompts and stuff. And depends on the like content. The, I'm talking like the end bit, the Q and A bit. Oh no, I you just said, I just put up a slide saying anybody got any questions. Do you? And I just let do you up. potentially pre-prepare potential like, Q and As and what responses I'm going to give? Yeah, never. I've okay. never done that. Oh, I, feel, I hate I, that. I feel normal now. I hate that. I've literally gone like over the over the years. I've gone to like meetings and I've received. I thought you did. Huh? I'm not saying that you should, but I would have thought no. that you did. <clears throat> I don't like that. Um, I've, it doesn't I've, come we, across like normal, does it? It, feel, it feels very, and I'm not trying to bag politicians, but it feels like a PR. Very PR. PR. Yeah, no, that's why I don't do it. I think yeah. I think it has its place. Yes. Because if you need to control communication, you need yeah. to control a situation and yeah. you know you're going to get asked very common questions and they want the communication message to be yeah. standardized mm-hmm. to control the situation because yeah. that's ultimately what it's, what it's about. Yeah. Then I understand acute potential questions, right? Yeah. Or if I'm giving out like a, a Q&A kind of help card yeah. or a help message or something like that, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll prepare, look, these are the common questions, and I'll send it out for people to refer to as a reference guide, that's different. But if I'm in a presentation and someone's talking, I don't come up with pre-prepared responses of what to give. Mm. Um, so let people ask. If I don't know the answer, I'll say, I don't, oh, sorry, I don't know the answer, I'll have to find out for you. Yeah. If I know the answer, I'll give them the answer. Well, there's a certain, level, there's a certain level of humility, humility, I think, to be able to kind of go... Um, 
yeah, no, I'll I'll get back to you with that one. I'll have a think about it. I don't I don't I don't know the answer. Yeah. And I've 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 had mixed responses, visual mixed responses with that, where yeah. someone might ask me a question about something and I kind of need to think about it, or I literally don't have an answer for it, I'll say exactly that. And you just kind of have a quick glance and most people are like, oh, okay, fair enough. And some people take it as in like, oh, that's that's cool. And then some people you can tell are a bit like, mm. what, am I, what am I doing here? Then? It's like, what am I doing? He doesn't yeah. have an answer for my I, question. I, I, I can see that's the case. And, I was, and I, sometimes I thought, well, probably maybe I should have an answer for your no. question. But, I'm, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not, not going to bullshit it. Like, I'm not going to just pull something out of my ass. The, you know? the power comes when someone asks you a question, you don't know the answer. Mm. But then after the presentation, you take the time to write back to them or contact them and say, I've had a th- for asking the question. I, I really didn't know that particular answer at the time. I've or had a think I just about wanted it. to make sure I found out the correct information for you. Here it is. As per section, whatever, or as per this thing, or you may recall whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is the actual answer. Uh-huh. This is how it relates to whatever. And if you think back and recall when I said this, it also ties into that. Mm. It just shows that you can blend things together. And then yeah. you take it as information. When someone else is going to ask you the question again, you go, I know the answer to that one. Yeah. And then you just bank it. It's an experience thing as well. It is. Uh, uh, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with not knowing the answer. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'll prepare a slide deck. Sometimes, depending on the type of talk and my mood, sometimes I'll prepare a slide deck. I'll have reading points on there, but I won't necessarily r- read the whole thing all the time. I'll go off the cards and say, oh, and this is how it relates to this, and this is this, and I'll just kind of free talk. Mm. Then there's other times where I'll put like a few words on a slide and I'll just be like, that's what I want to talk about. And then I literally save the deck and then wait till the day. I don't even sit there and tr- practice. Yeah. Like I've never, I don't like sitting in front of the mirror or... Because there's, there's, there's... And that's again, just my style. But some people need to do that because they're just not confident speakers well, or they're that's not what I was very about sure. To say. There's nothing wrong with doing that. certain level of insecurity no, as well No, there's nothing wrong with doing that kind of prepa- prepa- preparation um, if you need to do it. Mm. Uh, and that that's your way of getting into speaking or talking or answering questions mm. and, and doing things. Yeah. Some people like things in a communicated, set brand way. Each to their own. The only the only thing I would say is, as long as it's not a boring presentation. Well, that's as, the thing as well. When they're engaged in your own way, when they're pre-prepared, they can because you're trying to provide a lot of facts and you start to use a lot of big words that you've you know you've kind of pre-prepared. You know what I mean? Because people like to show that they're informed. You know what I mean? Especially if they're on the stage or they're the, the keynote or whatever it might be. Right? Yeah. So that's that's the biggest thing as always well, is perception. As much as you shouldn't really look too much into perception, there's a certain level of like, well, you know, if I'm if I'm going to be continually being invited back here, you know, I've got to you got to be interesting, of, huh? It's got to be interesting. It's got to be interesting, yeah. right? You you got you got to do that, but at the same time, you have got to be true to yourself and yeah. and if they keep inviting you back, well, then they obviously see something in what you do, yeah. Um, and if you don't, well, then yeah, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh. But there's nothing know, worse than sitting in a presentation is just super dry. It's like no, they're not. They're talking about stuff, but you're like, how does that? What does that relate? Like, what are you talking about? The best way I can they're des- monotoned. The best way I can describe it is for what you just said, like pre-prepared talks as opposed to off-the-cuff talks. Is like off-the-cuff talks is listening to a podcast. Pre-prepared talks is listening to a audiobook. The information in, in the purest sense, yes, yes. But there it, are some podcasts that will just they'll read script the whole time. Again, it depends. I'm just talking about in in general, in general the, the conversational I mean, podcast. Sense, that's right. Yeah, um, they're just having a, a, a chat back and forth. There's no agenda. Do you it's listen just, to audio books? 
for that reason, not as much. I this this is in, this is what we were speaking about the other day. I was speaking to a group of a group of people, and we were talking about audio books mm-hmm. and can should people listen to them or can you listen to them? I, th- I think they're good. Yeah, I, I I personally prefer to get my information in a conversational text. Yeah, because yeah. in in audio books, there are some people who read the the audio book out. So there's some narrators, I guess you'd call them. And as you're listening to them... That's what I mean them, by audiobook, by the way, the, the, the narration aspect of it. That's why you don't like it? I, I, I struggle to obtain the information. Okay. so Because it's very monotone. Maybe well, maybe mine would be just this the narrator that, itself. That's what I was going to say. This is the topic we were talking about. It ended up coming down to the narrator themselves. It's like sometimes you listen to some people talk yeah. and their voice is... It's either a certain type of voice or a certain type of monotone or it's as they're talking like... And they make all these... Stupid sughs, <laughs> just gross in the microphone as they're talking and breathing and all this kind of crap. Yeah. And you try and listen to the book and Bottom, you just get distracted. Mouth, mouth sounds. You get distracted by like the dry saliva on the lip. It's just gross. <laughs> and you can't listen to the book. Yeah. And it becomes distracting. It's yeah. But if you've got a narrator who's got a really good voice, like a good voice, and they can narrate really well, it becomes engaging to listen to people talk. Some people like to listen to ju- like to just listen to someone's voice. Yeah. Um, you know, and and voices. It's interesting the the psychology and science around. I think voices. There must be a there must be a whole field of people studying voice and what becomes appealing. Because if you think of someone like David Attenborough, for example, oh man, you can literally doesn't matter. Uh, uh, there there is a good probably chunk of people in the world that if you just played an audio clip of a voice of David Attenborough. You just know it's him. You just know it's him. Yeah. And then it's it's funny because it almost becomes this recognizable way of talking to. It's not even just the voice. It's like you can talk about someone taking their rubbish bin out of their house. You'd be like, and he's approaching the bin very slowly. And everybody, everybody knows his right what hand, you're trying to do. But he is not going for the red one today because the green one is the option. <laughs> he grabs the bean and walks down the driveway slowly. But upon his journey... And he just... You can talk about... He's just got this... Well, I'm sucking it. But he's got this way of bringing a bin to life. Yeah. <laughs> by his voice and how he could talk if he well, had to do we, it. A few episodes ago, we were, talk, I, I, we were talking about... Um, there was a part in the show where we, was, we were speaking about um, how I feel like... Singing, for example, or just just musicians, but let's just say the singers, for that matter, yeah, isn't a talent. It's a superpower, yeah, and it kind of goes along the same line as uh, voice. You know what I mean? Like I got this one client that comes in, and you know, uh, he does. He's a voiceover artist. All right? right. Yeah. Has he got a good voice? But this is the thing. Like right? he he's got a normal voice. But then when he gets sent these jobs to do he like... just change them? Man, it is... I, it, I find that such good talent. It's so good. It's so good talent. And, I love voice On things. his Instagram page, he just... He, he's got his like... He's got his uh, um, setup and he, it's just... He's essentially just reading off ads for big companies, right? And then when he's talking, I'm like, hold on a second. I know the physical person standing in front of me, yeah. but that voice, I have no idea who that person is, but I've heard that voice before on the radio. Huh. So it's a it's a real split. It's like I know the physical person in front yeah. of me. I know what your voice normally sounds like, but I don't recognize the voice that's in front of me. Yeah. But then if I were to blank out the physical body, I recognize the voice from the radio. It's a it's a superpower, man. Yeah. It's I, it's, it's 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 strange, man. I I, I it's it, it is. I there's, there's something fascinating about voices. Just on the topic of um, 
when you were talking about singing and I said that if if I could pick a song to sing, I said, well, I think I chose like Impossible or something. Yeah. <laughs> I changed my song. <laughs> I think Why? Uh, why? I, I was driving the other day and I, I it, it was one of the recommended tracks. I don't know why it came up. I was like, I was using a completely different song mm-hmm. and then Unchained Melody came on. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just, it's like an old song. Mm. It's real like, it's kind of got like some good love emotion to it, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's going to be my song. That's going to be my jam. I'm going to have to learn. If I ever have to learn how to sing a song and it's going to be like the song to sing, mm. I think it's got to be Unchained Melody. But uh, you know, what? I digress. <laughs> what good. are you going to say? No, I was going to say that, you know, uh, my little guy, Max, you know what his favorite song is? The You will never pick it. The B one, isn't it? Huh? Isn't it the B one? Honey, B. honey. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> you like, you're the sugar, sugar. Da, 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 yeah. You were my. I remember heard this, the story because he sings it to. Uh, he sings it to, you see, like my wife, your, wife, your sister, sister, and she melts, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, it's, it's her, it's it's her, it's her baby. He's got his cheeky little face. Like, because he's, you know what? Maxwell's a bit of a. Uh, He's a player. He's a bit of a suave, right? <laughs> he's a player. So he kind of he's got this cheeky smile because he smiles as soon as he opens his mouth. It's like it's like the Joker. It takes up his whole face. Yeah, it's like honey, honey. Man, I've seen him do it to everyone in the family. By yeah. the way, I've seen him do it to Nat as well. Yeah, he plays everyone, but he does it in a in a sense of genuineness. But he 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 knows what he wants. He want he knows the outcome. Yeah. So he 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 fluffs it that little bit more. Do you know what I Even mean? Even when I was leaving last night from dinner, I was walking out the house. I closed the door. I and all hear his doosh doosh doosh. I turn around. He's like he's opened the blind and he's like just waving out of the blind at me as I'm walking off. <laughs> was he? <laughs> yeah, Maxwell. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'd I'd say uh yeah he he's certainly got that that ability but um. But yeah, singing, voices, you know. Voices. Like- I actually, it was funny. I had a client years ago too, and I think he was like an ex-radio host on like one of those talkback radio kind of styles. Okay. And as soon as he came in and sat down and I started talking to him, his voice was like, Just I was like, he's got an interesting voice. Yeah. Where is that coming and then from? I, and then I was looking, I started talking about his background and what his background was and that. And he was like, yeah, I used to be on radio. And uh, I think he used to read like commercials or something. Yeah. He just had one of those, man. They've got like. He just had one of those voices. It was deep, Mm. but it was smooth, Um, and it 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 wasn't it wasn't monotone, but it was consistent. Yeah, it was consistent in quality of delivery of voice in his normal talk. Yeah, you know, I I think it's I think it's cool. My voice is like this squeaky, weird, annoying sound. What's that? My voice. And you know, you come on the podcast. Your voice is much smoother. Like, I'll tell you why. Don't 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 be humble and be like, nah, yeah, nah, like, yeah, nah. Listen, <laughs> even You're my not. mom. That's gonna my, be even my 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 own mom. My own mom's listened to the podcast before. Yeah. And before she's even said anything to me. Yeah. She's like, oh, Daniel, you've got a really good voice. <laughs> like, you got a really good like ra- like radio kind of voice. And I was like, thanks, mom. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just the boom arm guy. <laughs> Uh, your mom's funny man she does things like that like she's honest <laughs> you know the thing is she doesn't realize what she's doing sometimes because she's honest <laughs> she's honest she's honest, the most honest pure person and it's yeah she'll say she'll say things like that and now I'm like awkwardly go oh thanks Jen and I'm like you're sitting right next to you I'm like you're gonna give a compliment to you're, gonna, you're gonna give old Ivan a bit of a compliment <laughs> <laughs> It's quite funny, right? Like in in our in our family, um, when people like, and this is this is this is a strange one for me as well. So when people have like a, because um, we're we're both in the medical background, yep. right? You're probably more to the 
and I like to call it the chromosomal effect of medicine. Like you're like the, the cell based type, you know, you're the start. Like that's what you've always done. The science based medicine. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, I'm more like the, the everyday yeah. type stuff, but it's funny. It's like when people ask questions, like it might be anyone in our family, someone might have, you know, a funny mole on their back yeah. or they're like, Hey Daniel, what do you think about this? And I'm just like, I don't know, ask you for because <laughs> I'm like, he knows too. <laughs> no one asks me the questions. They just want to be told the the medical thing about it. They don't want to know the the subcellular level stuff. But yeah. it, they, that is interesting, actually. It's like have you noticed that though? I, I have. It's like I, I feel so awkward. I'm just nah. Like, yeah. It's not. It's just you just do. I just sit back, and it's one of those things. If it's, where if it's, it's like, like Daniel, I've, I've got this thing. I've got a sore back, or my my neck's doing this funny thing. I've got pins in it. But like, even if I, it's that's, somewhat that's my, sciencey, healthy related, like medically sciencey related, yeah. They, I've noticed they do still ask you. Yeah. And I think if we go back and reflect on the previous episode seventy eight, I think it was. No, 79, sorry. And it's like, you kind of like sit in the circle and you're just that guy that kind of just sits in the background. I just kind of sit in the background. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why it's happening. <laughs> but I don't but then, say anything. But then they'll, then they'll often go to me, like they'll ask me like a pharmaceutical question. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of know, but that's not that's not me. I'm yeah, like, it's like, should I use this cream? It's like, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, how about you ask your brother? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I've I've noticed that, but it's all right. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. As I said before, I think we're underrated on the show. <laughs> oh gosh, um, man! I have I was three minutes ago. I was trying to figure out what the hell we we're talking about at the start of this show. I think it's voices. So I want to go back to voices again. <laughs> okay, voices. One of the things it's funny. One of the because th- voice. One of the things that first really appealed to me about my now wife, um, was. Her voice, it's, I think it started to become less husky as she's gotten like a little bit older now. Mm. But when we first started dating, yeah, it was like, husky, it was a husky voice mm. and like a girl husky voice. Like, yeah, and I just like found it super attractive. Okay, and uh, and if we ever get her on the show, you might be able to pick the undertone of her huskiness, but um, yeah, she's got like this husky sound. And to me, I think like a husky voice is just like a cool, cool voice. For a guy, it's cool. You like a husky voice for a yeah, guy. Yeah, but for a girl, I think like it's a, super like attractive. Like a rugged type huskiness. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and for a girl, I think it's super attractive. Mm. So uh, I don't know what an attractive voice would be for that's me what for, I think, for a uh, female. What about accents? Accents. Oh, you can't go past a French. I've got French a French guy accent? that comes in and he just he's just talking and it's like, what are you cooking me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, he's not even cooking anything for me. But he's just talking about he's like, he's like, you know, he's he's got like, you know, like a golfer's elbow or something like that. And then he's like, why is my neck doing this? And I'm just like, uh, in the meantime, in the back of my mind, I'm like, is he preparing me like a, you know, a grilled salmon with like, some exactly. garlic butter? Exactly. You go to charge something? him and you look up and he's over at the counter pulling out his wallet, just sitting there just basting a steak <laughs> with butter. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, That's funny that. Um, it's, it's You know what it is? It's a French accent. um, this is a funny thing, right? We know what a French person sounds like. Yeah. When we know, sorry, we know they're French because of their of their English dialect. Yes. Like, oh, that's a you know that's a French person. Yes. Speaking English. I wonder what a French person sounds like in another language. I wonder if they're just as sexy sounding. It sounds different, I think. Because, see, like for example, I I could tell being having a. A, uh, I guess a European background. I can kind of tell when it's like a a Spanglish, uh, Portuguese English, 
a uh, Slavic English, yeah. an Italian English, a what French is a, what English, is a French something other language. You know like? what I mean? Like you can you can tell like oh that's a that's a Greek English. You, you you know culturally where the voice is coming from. Yeah, but they obviously they're communicating with you via English, but you know like their backgrounds somewhat in there. Yeah, like I wonder what that is. For like just let's just say the most exotic one is French, right? Yeah, I wonder if they just sound just as exotic. Speaking another language with their French dialect. Like French speaking like Russian or something. Jesse, that would be bizarre. You know what I'm going to do after this podcast? <laughs> You're I'm going to look up French speaking Russian. Is that, just... is that just after you finish reading about uh, frozen frogs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to look at that. I think, I think that's a pretty cool concept. Because it's funny when you when you hear... Well, well, what's, what's, your, what's your like... Oh, French is best... always good too. My wife speaks French. Um, <laughs> With the husky voice, she can she can speak French. And you I just, know, I've got a bit of French in me. Do you? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Then tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have French in me. I can speak French. Can you? Not really. I know how to say I'm 14 years old. Can you? Yeah. Is that, is that the only thing you learnt when you were 14? <laughs> That's funny. I can't speak French. Oh, so, how does it, how's it go? Uh, je m'appelle Daniel. Uh, um, j'ai 14 ans. So that's 14. I'm 14. Okay. And comment t'appelles tu? There you go, oui. guys. This mood in the podcast has changed. <laughs> oui. 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 Uh, yeah, I, I, I literally can't speak. All I can say is bonjour. That's it. Bonjour. Uh, of course. I can't oui. forget bonjour. Uh, I, can't, I can't. But I think fr- French is always good. Um, yeah. I'm starting to think like... Like Irish, you like the Irish accent. I don't. Do I don't mind it now. I'm starting to like it. Like, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I've got a few Irish and and a few, like, quite a few. You know what's a difficult and Scandi, one? Like Nordic. Oh, you're I'm starting to like that yeah. now. Yeah, I think Nordic that's pretty cool. Are. It was funny the other day. I was showing my wife a uh, a video clip because, as I said previously, I'm trying to like plan another camping trip, and uh, and I'm getting to the point where because I've I've backed off social media heaps. Now, mm-hmm. like I've literally just pulled right back. I don't do it a lot. And I'm like, even looking around myself and I'm like, I look at something as simple as the wall and I'm like, there's so much air cavities in our house. Like the, the wall is like 25 centimeters thick. Mm. Like what's there? It's just emptiness. Why yeah. do we need so much empty space? <laughs> Why aren't we doing something with the cavities in our wall? Mm. And I, I look at it from a material point of view. Where as I'm in like, like storage space? We've, no, not even that. From a material point of view, I'm like, I'm so privileged <laughs> that I've got just spare space in the cavity of a wall okay. when there's people that struggle to even have shelter. Mm. And it's pulling me back to this point where I'm like... So, you feel like you could be maximizing your space a bit more? I could be maximizing life more. Mm. I'm talking the extreme and to the point where I'm like, Nat, I'd really love to just go like off grid. Mm. I'm talking like go away into like the snowy app somewhere and just live in an off-grid with a bare skin. Mm. Like, minimal stuff. And I follow heaps of people on YouTube that do all this bushcrafty stuff. But there's this one thing, there's this one uh, There's this one lady from, I think she's from like somewhere, Finland or Iceland. No, she's in Iceland, I think. Mm. And uh, and she she basically moved to this remote town. Of, there was like eight or ten people in this town. And yeah. she just basically left her life and went there. And she's now found like she's now getting married and she's set up a life there and but she's really taken on this whole life and they live in this little lodge thing and they chop wood and they got like stoves like they live off the land. They live off the land. Yeah. And and I was showing her this video and she's like, Yvonne, you just like all that 
that uh, gypsy spiritually <laughs> hippie kind of stuff. Gypsy. <laughs> like that that kind of I don't, I don't even think she said the word gypsy. She might have said I, well, I, gypsies I, are like nomads, just travelers, like that nomadic life, like that, that yeah, just that real kind of sit around the bushfire and be like, ooh, I'm like, which is so not me to sit around the bushfire and. But you know, it kind do of sage you. burning. But it kind of is you in a, in a, in a Maybe, sense. Maybe inherently, not, you wouldn't be the dancing type. You'd be the empathetic type in the background, analyzing the situation. Yeah, but she's looking at me as in like, you just going to sit there and be like, you know, zoning off to the stars. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not into sage burning and stuff. I just like, I like just getting my feet in the ground. I see what it is. You like embracing the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I and know. then she's like, oh, you just like all that kind of you know fairy stuff, and I was like, oh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up, but um, so I think uh, sc- yeah, I think um, I probably voices. say s- Scandinavian kind of voices, Irish, yeah, uh, and you probably like the, Irish. the Irish voices, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be terrible at giving it. I wouldn't. Even, I'm not even going to give it a go. But yeah, that's what I'd say. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and nothing beats. I mean, look, we're really biased, mm. but if you've got like. If you're on a movie set watching a movie, yeah. for example, yeah. and you've got all these like different nationality voices on there, and then all of a sudden someone just walks out on the set and they just break into an Aussie accent, yeah, it picks you up. It's, you're just like, oh, hey, yeah. what's that? <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's funny because I dial into quite a number of US-based meetings. And they, they love the Aussie accent. Well, they're all talking away like, yeah, hey, hey guys, how are we all doing today? <laughs> like, yeah, like talking away. <laughs> And I literally like, and I dial in like a minute because I, was, I think I said this before. I dial in like a minute late on every meeting. Yeah. Right. So I'll dial in. It's like eight oh one. I'm like dialing in, and I'm like, g'day, <laughs> g'day, gal, guys, g'day, guys. How we doing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, 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 Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ivan. <laughs> hey, Ivan. Just- how are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, right, mate. Pretty good. Weather's picking up. Well, hold on a second, mate. Here. Just to wrap this one up, do you do you flex the Aussie more when you're around no other Aussies? Do you feel like you're waving a flag? I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> Aussies aren't super patriotic as no, far as flag It's a funny thing. Like, it, it, I, it's a funny thing that people do with accents. It's like it, it, it accentuates more when you're like the only one in the room. Yeah. That has that accent. It's almost like you 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 flex it more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been known to do that. I've also been known as a kid. I had this. Um. I think I told this story a while ago. This kid um moved in to our area. Yeah. And he's um he was he was South African. Yeah. Um. And then all of a sudden, like two weeks later, I'm like, "Full got South, South African, African accent." accent. <laughs> <laughs> Just hung out with this kid, like building, you know, building ramps. And bikes. I can't even do it in South Africa. <laughs> South, South Africa. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm home, mum. I don't even know. I, I'm I'm terrible at that accent I know, too. Me too. I'm not good at accent person, but uh, yeah. So anyway, guys, hope you had a good. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. This is a, it was a, it was a mixed bag this one, but um, yeah. I, I don't mind the mixed bag. <laughs> it was one. it was a good one. It was conversational. It's I liked good. it. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, by all means, please do so. Tell a friend and uh, have a good uh, have a good week. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, like always, uh, just one friend. Just one. Just one friend. If we you like you. our buttery voices. Just recommend one one friend. All right, guys. Hope everyone has a... Yeah, bye. I said already. (laughs) Bye. See you guys. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. You know that time I lost my voice and then I got my voice back? I turned into Barry White. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like that's coming now?
Uh, I feel so. <laughs> no, I don't feel like I'm losing my voice, but I feel like the more I talk, yeah, I go through this level of like the, my voice breaks into a new level. It, uh, it's kind of like when Goku goes from like Saiyan to Super Saiyan. You know when you know you know, when you, you know when you put a choke on the car, the old day cars, where you got to turn the choke. Oh you yeah. You got to prime the pump. You got to mm. prime the vocal cords. Yeah. Well, you got you know how the old day cars, you got to go outside, turn the car on, and let it warm up, and let it warm up. Go inside, and make a coffee, then come back, and then go hop in the car. We do that with the podcast. That's we- the first fourteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, maybe the podcast foreplay, foreplay, priming the show. All right. Anyways, later. See you, man. Bye. Bye.